Alright, today is Wednesday, March 11th, 2020, I hope. Um, we are sitting in the back of Yolanda's house in La Palma, looking west with the beautiful setting sunset. Otis and Parker. Well, I wish we had discovered this a little earlier. Um, yeah, so we had mentioned a conversation about, you know, nutrition and, well, okay, so I wanted to circle back. You were talking about how, like, these little steps that Selena's parents, right, or anyone to go to the gym, right? It's mm -hmm. like, okay, you bought the passes. Awesome. First step done. Like, now you have access to the gym. So it's like, okay, now get to the gym. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, now spend 15 minutes at the gym, right? And then it progressively builds from there. Mm. <clears throat> this goes back to what we were saying with cooking, like how people are making cooking way complex or they look at it, I feel like in this very complex or, you know, they, they get intimidated. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, I know this because I feel this all the time too. It's like, when you watch or see or eat and experience like a beautiful, wholesome meal, mm -hmm. whether it's at a restaurant or someone else cooked it, or maybe it was a recipe you saw on Instagram, right? Like, it's like, oh my God, how could I ever do that? Because like, you don't see the, all the steps that it mm. took to get there. Mm -hmm. And grocery store. <laughs> I mean, not, yeah, I mean, not even, yeah, it's like, not even to mention just getting the groceries, the ingredients themselves, right? Or the spices. But then it's like all of the utensils and mm. the pots and like the pans and having the right system in your kitchen. And the right temperatures. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, so there's all these little skills where if you try to go from zero to a hundred, yeah, it's going to be really hard. But it's like, well, why don't you start making simpler things? Like mm. start making really, really simple stuff like you know one to three ingredients or like whatever right yeah. and and then i think you learn how th all those other nuances work mm -hmm. and again going back to the example because it wasn't really mentioned here on the recording which was y you know like we go to restaurants people go to restaurants and all of this great food has now seemingly become like you said entertainment yeah, it's like it's like yes food's a commodity but now it feels so transactional it feels so like like we're purchasing you know this perfect plate of food or this um, the, like the ambiance of a restaurant mm -hmm. or you know like obviously all of the work that the chefs do in the kitchen yada 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 so it's very easy for us to disconnect ourselves from the process because it's like okay i'll just pay you 25 bucks give me like a nice you know dish yeah. yeah and so I think, <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I mean, there is a, obviously a huge benefit to that. Like you don't have to clean up. You don't have to have all of the pots and pans and utensils and mm -hmm. spices at your house. But, but then you are really disconnected from the ability to, to nourish yourself in, like you said, the simple ways. Mm -hmm. And you even know. this morning, like cooking breakfast, I noticed how much more I enjoy my breakfast because I cook it how I want it. Mm -hmm. I add the seasonings. Yeah. I put the oils yeah. I want. Yeah. The presentation. It's all of that. And it was so unique that it took me 27 years to recognize that. Mm -hmm. But when you go to a restaurant, like you're saying, is you pay a premium for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're making a profit. And you may not yeah. be fully satisfied on a like a nutrient level. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they're, they're, I don't want to say they're all cutting corners, but like, no, you know, they're, they're trying to the maximize mm -hmm. their profit yeah. in one way or another. Whether it's the quality of ingredients, mm -hmm. whether it's the quantity that you get, the amount of food, you know, cal how calorically dense it is, mm. right? Like all of the things that you may want to put on it for nutrition, yeah. nutritional supplements are, you know, add-ons, right? Like yeah. avocado, that's extra. Quinoa, that's extra. Like cheese, that's extra. Brown Whatever. Rice. Brown rice, and more than what? It's like the yeah. same shit. Yeah. So it's like, and that's where the, again, food obviously being a business is not a bad thing it's just it i think it's changed the way we relate a lot of people how they relate to cooking 
and how they and relate themselves. to their own nutrition. Yeah, yeah, how they relate to like providing for themselves, yeah. right? Because now it's like if they only see proper nutrition or wholesome meals mm. as something that they have to obtain outside of themselves, right? Like they have to go somewhere yeah. and purchase it. That's very different than like taking care of yourself and knowing how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only are you you're properly educating yourself, but then probably your wife or your husband, your kids, yeah, your family, like, your community. You're setting a yeah. role model for yourself and your subconscious. Totally, yeah. So anyway, that's that's kind of what I wanted to tie into. So yeah, it's just baby steps. You know, it's anything. Uh, I feel like this is the the dead horse or the broken record that we keep on you know playing here, which is um, we're gonna beat that dead horse, man. But it's like it's true. Like if you want to do anything, you have to start with the basics. You have to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I know, I guess I, I know from firsthand, you know, like cooking for me is, is I'm getting better at it again because it's like, you know, I, you, you move houses, you change kitchens, like all of a sudden it's a different yeah. freaking ball game. Yeah. You have different equipment. You have different systems. You have different... Dude, like, electric versus gas stove. Yeah, right? Oof. Electric versus gas stove. It's like, a different beast. Like, who has access to the pots and pans? What knives mm-hmm. do you have, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and and so that's a, uh, what grocery stores do you now have access to, yeah, right? Like, Cause I like, I go to Costco for all my frozen veggies, except for like fresh <clears> greens. <throat> I don't buy any fresh fruit. Uh, well, I guess avocado, that's fruit. Sure. And cucumber, but like. You don't buy any fresh fruit? Fresh fruit? Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Really? Mm-mm. Interesting. I'm eating I a lot of fruit. I have frozen everything, frozen everything. Because you always smoothie it, or yeah, okay, yeah, okay. That's interesting. Like the last time I had a real piece of fruit. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! Cucumbers <laughs> like and avocados like excluded. Like a banana. Okay, I had one last night, but I didn't purchase it. And then I had a an apple last week, didn't purchase it. You know, it's like it, they were gifted they to me or in my you. presence. So it's like, oh, I'll have this. You know. Interesting. Yeah. And is that because? Tell me, elaborate on that. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no rhyme or reason. No. I love fresh fruit. I love fresh fruit, too. You should eat some fresh but the, fruit. But the frozen veggies, I'm a strong believer that it's more nutrient-dense. Because it's most often, or I hope to God, it's frozen during its, like, prime, prime. nutrient state. Rather than sitting in a warehouse, them spraying it with the, the gas and the chemicals to, to, to make keep it, it ripen yeah. faster. Or like to prevent from ripening. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the apples, they spray with, like, a, what, light layer of wax or something? Some sort of yeah. There's. I would say pesticide. No, 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 no. You're 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 onto something here because it's true. I I don't know the details, but it's not the first time that, you know, I've heard or encountered the idea that yeah, it's like, the quote so-called fresh fruit that we're getting from these grocery stores, right? Like, you know, they're being either shipped from south, south of the border, south of the border, or like across the ocean, <laughs> and so it's like they're being sprayed or put in some sort of bath that, like you said, it's preventing them from ripening or ripening mm-hmm. at the right time yeah. you know they have to pick them like when they're not even ready to be picked because if they picked them when they were ripe like would it wouldn't even make it yeah so and well i think that's where we can be a little smarter about buying things in season right like buying things yeah. locally that are in season rather than having like year-round oranges mm-hmm. yeah well lucky for us i mean we here in Southern California, I'm pretty sure we get, like, year-round oranges because we're in freaking Orange County. Um, so it's, like, things like that where, you know, you could be a little smarter. Like, we don't always have to have papaya or, you yeah. know, like, whatever, well, like, watermelon. There's a whole, like, dietary plan that has you follow <clears throat> seasonality eating. So, like, your sure. squashes and sure. your warm soups in the, the winter, a little bit more fruits and, you know, berries in the summer, things like that. I, I like that because for the past couple hundred years or in the past hundred or so years the grocery store hasn't been a luxury or yeah has or ha- has been a luxury sort of thing I'm saying uh, mm. like supermarkets have become a lot more apparent where it's easier to get fresh stuff year round rather than seasonally back then I don't think they were shipping probably as much oh yeah are you talking about like let's say in the 50s or 60s or even in the like 10s and 20s oh okay like the early 1900s late 1800s yeah I mean I don't think supermarkets were a thing so you had to buy essentially buying more local back then yeah and I think if we that was kind of only what access to yeah Yeah. we'll do a lot better and I mean obviously there's you know we've 
created a system that's allowed us to have so much at any time, and that's awesome, mm -hmm. you know, almost anywhere. But yeah, there is a price for that, right? Like, there's a price for having, mangoes from where? Yeah, Peru. mangoes <laughs> from like you know in December, whatever. Yeah. Like, so and it's still so cheap for us, which is kind of baffling. Yeah. The price doesn't jump up like three or five hundred percent. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's actually twelve cents. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I, I do want to talk about the the uh, coronavirus. Yeah, let's kick it off. Um. I think it's fascinating that we found ourselves here as a society. Because cause I didn't even realize how, like, it's, like, international. I mean, it's, like, yeah. Italy or whatever, right? Like, they were... It's, every, it's like, everywhere. Yeah. Australia has it. Okay. So, I mean, I, I just, like, I haven't heard a report or haven't seen a report, albeit I'm, you know, pretty like hands off slash TV eyes off closed right? like yeah i don't i don't watch the news like i don't i just don't I, like i live under a rock i guess <laughs> in that sense and to me i, I try not to unless yeah. i'm down there exactly it's like i enjoy it because i know that the news media for me gives me a lot of anxiety like it same it's very negative fear driven it's very negative like and so i i just choose not to i opt out but with that being said no one who's like come across my purview and and no news article whether digital online or like via newsprint media tv yeah i haven't seen anything that has said like coronavirus kills ten thousand people or even a thousand people it just gets you sick it's yeah a, it's a flu right? like it's like what is the freaking big deal like because of this the the spread rate so flu is like a one to two if you have okay. it, you're gonna give two people uh, like polio is a one to three. This is a one to four. Okay, so it spreads fast. Quadruply instead of like double or triple. What is? It? Well, it's interesting. In fact, I guess the like the efficacy. Like how fast it. Yeah. No, you're right. There's. I don't know. What, there, well, there's a scientific term too, like to how they yeah, rate. Adam told me. Yeah, how they rate like diseases and viruses and how fast they spread. But, but again, even with that being said, like, even if it's the fastest virus that we've ever seen, like... It only kills, like, the elderly the, with the compromised the immune yeah, system. Yeah, the vulnerable populations anyway. That's where the conspiracy theory comes into play, where I heard where, like, it leaked in Wuhan, China has, you know, they have the most people are tied up with uh, India at 1.3 billion. Okay. And are you saying they did this to kill off people? <laughs> really? I haven't heard that one yeah, yet. Yeah, because think about it. I mean, it's not. But then, but then, it's going back to: Would they really want an impacted hospital system? But money, I guess. Right. Pharmaceutical. Pharmaceutical. Oh, we can hospi give hospitals. I mean, at least in America, right? Hospitals, for-profit business, as far as I understand. So I, I I haven't heard that one, but what I have heard, which is interesting, is that, yeah, like, whoever was doing the you know investigation, FBI, CDC, whatever, like, they maybe thought that it was like a sort of chemical, uh, biological terrorism, essentially warfare, um, you know, rooting in China, and maybe they didn't know targeting who exactly, mm -hmm. but they were, I guess. They're playing with it. Postulating, yeah, or like, you know, thinking like, wow, this could have come from this particular operation, you know, where it's like... Well, they like, have a source. The laboratory. Yeah. So, so it's interesting to, to, um, to hear that, that maybe it was actually a weapon against its own people, but... Or a weapon against just people in general. Or people in general, yeah. Because it's like, okay, if you have a compromised immune system, maybe you shouldn't be here. Like, what if, what if that's what they were thinking? You, yeah. we, we cannot drill down in the brains of those guys. Uh, and you think even if they point. were... I didn't think about that. You think if they yeah. were, they're going to expose that? Yeah. Nope. Well, and then let's let's just for, you know, hypothetical sake here, because I think that's what we're doing. But yeah. We're also touching upon potential, potential truth elements. But, you know, what if they didn't even care about, like, the actual physical efficacy? Like, what if they just wanted to spread panic? They're doing a hell of a good job doing that, you know? Yeah. Like, what if that was their intention? Like, but the, Yeah. 
So the interesting part here is like now it's affected some supply chain stuff. And since China is the biggest exporter of goods, mm. like I don't think they'd want to fuck their own economy up because essentially mm. they are. Like, aren't they? They shut down like the whole yeah. uh, Beijing area. Did you see the map of the pollution up there? I didn't. So, I mean, it's terrible. When I flew in going to Thailand, you couldn't see the end of the runway. And I was like, oh, it's smoggy. And they're like, no, that's smog. And I was like, oh. Oh, you said fo- foggy? It, was, it looked foggy, but it was Fog- really smog. Smoggy, yeah. And I was like, it, I've never seen that smog that bad. It yeah. was like you were 10,000 feet up on a mountain and there was a blizzard. Like, it wasn't that extent, but literally you couldn't see the end of the runway. Like, other planes, you couldn't make out the numbers on the tail. Wow. Yeah. Because of all that pollution. Mm -hmm. And then they showed, like, a map from NASA or whatever space, and it's pretty much gone now. I've, I've, I've heard... Because they shut down the factories. Yeah. That's what it was. I've heard, I've heard some, well, that's the thing, yeah. I've heard that, you know, when Beijing has, like, international events or whatever, like, where people come visit... They like essentially turn off all of the it factories. The yeah, the Olympics. And then it's like, oh my god, it's so clean. And then when everyone leaves, they turn it right back on. Yeah, <laughs> the marathoners boycotted and they said we're not going to run these conditions. And so I think like a week or two before they shut down the factories. That's nuts, man. I know it's completely nuts. But um, all right, so going back to it, I, I think. CV. Yeah, well, it's like. You know, let's let's talk now less about the hypothetical, maybe like why it was created or or you know the intention behind it or how, but the actual impact, right? Mm-hmm. The actual impact, the actual things that are happening day in day out right now, to me, are just absurd, complete absurdity. Like, like shutting down the NBA season. Shutting down the NBA. No more soccer games like, in Italy. <laughs> yeah, like just. <laughs> People not going to work, people buying toilet paper because they believe that they're going to get locked in their house. It's like, this is not an airborne gas toxic event, huh? That's like a band, isn't it? Airborne toxic event. Anyway. We'll, we'll play them later. <laughs> like, It'll be our intro. It's, it's not like a chemical, like mustard gas, you yeah. know? It's like... What's it's a the, bad flu. Yeah, it's a bad flu. <laughs> it's like I just don't yeah, that's what's like t- show me the numbers you know like show me how many people it's killing yeah I I, I guess I just I, think companies don't want it to spread like up in Seattle everyone's working from home for the next like month yeah I just got an email from my client like dude they're you know because they have so much exposures like either international or domestic and so yeah. they're telling all their employees to work from home yeah because it's like you also don't want an office full of sick fucking people totally you don't but I get that it's sort of this like yin yang thing. Like you're too fearful to let your employees come into work. Are they going to be more productive? Are they going to be less productive? Like you, you don't know what's going on, especially healthcare medical device companies. My buddy at Intuitive Surgical that makes the Da Vinci's for uh, like surgery. They can't make their Da Vinci's, and that's their whole source of income, because China shut down oh, essentially. Okay. Sure. So, like, they can't get parts to build this. To build so the, yeah. They have contracts. They have orders for yeah. hospitals, for surgeons. Wow. For, for, like, taking care of cancer patients. Yeah, right? It's like, it's like, where does the fear in preventing the spread or preventing the whatever, like you said, like, where does it actually become more harmful? Right? Like, yeah. because it's like I now. I think it is now. Yeah, it's like, because now we are, like, halting the economy mm-hmm. or like like putting a huge you know freaking wedge in it and it's like okay how do you expect the machine to run as efficiently mm-hmm. before like there's a giant freaking like wrench in it now <laughs> if you just think about it from pure like let's just say everything else is working but the sports was shut down the nba just shut down yeah like just sports alone like just sports alone yeah for this uh, this season nba or nba I think you said NCAA. Mm-hmm. Both? Well, NCAA, I think, too. Okay. Big West tournament. So college, no and, college and pro. Okay. I'm like, What'd you that say? is so much lost revenue. What, what? Uh, for NBA and NCAA's yeah. teams. Because, like, okay, then, then the employers, are they still paying out for wages? They're not making money. Now you're putting them in a bad place. Yeah. You know, they can't make money off concessions. People can't work. It's crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. 
It's, it's really yeah. It's really broadcasting. Nice. What are they gonna do it with like with the slots on ABC, yeah, NBC, all, all ESPN, the advertisements. TNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, well, a client that I work, crazy. a client that I work with, he does Shifting. he does like uh, conventions, like you know, like shows and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he's thinking or maybe already knows that he's gonna have to cancel um, his show at, like next week or two mm. in Pasadena, because the whole convention center is like, yeah, we don't wanna. Which is like, what the frick, man? Like, there's all these people. This is just, like, a small-time example. Who knows, but, like, liability policies where, what if, are they liable now? Because, hey, I went to this convention, and mm. now, you know, now you have to, you know, you're liable for something. You have to pay my medical bills. I got sick because of you. Yeah. Well, and and to go off that, a a little, you know, kind of a sidestep from it which is insurance wise for uh him the the like the show director or whatever you want to call him um you know there's insurance for like things that are canceling the show or preventing Mm -hmm. the show from happening but apparently you know there is no clause or the terrorism or act of god essentially doesn't include this like doesn't include natural sickness. I guess natural sure. sickness. Yeah. yeah, whatever you want to call it. And well, I think that's why the company today reached out to us for that. Which like company? Uh, I don't want to disclose their name, oh. but like one of our insureds like reached out because like, wait, are they covered for workers' comp? Like, I see. Are we gonna I have see. to pay out payroll and not make money? I see. Like you know, if it's a hundred <clears throat> people and their payrolls fifty, hundred million, or even seventeen million, that's got it. It's a lot of money you're yeah. showing out. Yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Um, That's why this thing's like fucked. Well, and if you know, it keeps going like and, this. And well, and here's where, like, I don't know how much Orange County is a bubble. Like, I get it; it's a bubble in and of itself, because you know we're not a dense urban city. We're not San Francisco. Mm-hmm. We're not Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not New York. Well, actually, I don't know if New York is freaking out about as much as the West Coast is. But you know, they probably n- have some cases. We're not LA, whatever. So. Like, I get that, in a sense, we're already in a bubble. But if I were to just look at my life, like, I guess I see myself as, you know, dare I say, like, less plugged in? Like, you know, like, I'm not plugged into the so-called matrix here. And, yeah. um, you know, there's there's clearly a, a, an effect on a lot of people who are maybe a little more, right? Someone who has a nine-to-five day job. Mm -hmm. Someone who goes to, like, a giant office every day. Like yourself. Yeah. Or, like, the The gym. Yeah, like or a gym. like, Like, now I'm scared. Yeah. And, well, I guess that's less being in the major. Anyway, but the point is, like, right, it feels like I can watch almost from the outside how, like, I'm going to go, like, really, really out out of this world here a little bit but you know like spare just what am i trying to say follow me follow me here anyway take i'll take you on a little journey so it's like i'm watching this let's say program right that's what the matrix is the program Mm -hmm. where all of a sudden you know the operators whatever so be controllers programmers change a little variable right like all they do is change this little channel or whatever and all of a sudden, the people in it start freaking out. And, like, it's affecting the way they live life. Mm. It's affecting their decisions. It's affecting their emotions. It's, it's affecting like their the conversations. Pond. It's affecting yeah. their the stress on the body, the immune system, mm. right? Like, mm-hmm. it has this giant ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Just because someone was like, boop. Well, you everyone's know, talking about it, too. Yeah, like, everyone's talking about literally it. Literally everyone. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? But you could choose not to talk about it, right? You can opt out. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying by, like, I can watch from the outside. I'll talk about it in this way. But when someone comes up to me, he's like, oh, my God, like, I, 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 just, I don't think I want to travel. Like, the coronavirus, like, it's just people are buying all the toilet. I'm just like, yo, like, chill out. Let's take a I bought tickets to Austin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, where do you want to go? It's, we don't have to, like, bypass the, like, gates of Valhalla or something, you know? It's like, fucking A. Like, we're not driving through toxic rain clouds. It, it's like, it's a disease, or it's a virus, just like the flu. Yeah, it's not even a disease, it's a virus. It's a virus, and it's like, worst case is you get it, 
if you're my age or plus or minus 20 years, you know, you're probably not going to die from it. Yeah, just stay but, home for a few days. Yeah, just like take care of your body. You probably won't even get it that bad if your immune system is like beefed up and you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Nutrition, low stress, right? Like self-care. Exercise. Exercise. Giving yourself the sort of environment where you have capacity and energy to fight off rather than being taken through the program mm. like right mm. rather than like just following along with yeah. with everything that's happening it's like you can actually choose to just be like no i'm gonna i'm gonna step out of here for a second because yeah yeah and that's sort of the law with the healthcare system like i know we we're talking about it in there with my uncle and we're all on the same page whereas if you take care of your body through proper nutrition sleep low stress you live a healthy life you know, the environmental factors obviously will probably catch up and you'll die of cancer, but, like, probably everyone is, you know, but you're not going to, like, die as quickly, you know, obesity sure. and things like sure. that. Yeah, well, and I think, you know, to the crux of what your uncle was saying and is, like, our bodies are, we're designed to to be healers. They're, they're, they're designed and, and made to deal with dis-ease, right? Like, like, that's... I don't want to say it's it's job, but but right. like it's a primary component of what we have this whole entire system for, Look right? At the kidneys, what are kidneys? Yeah, the do? kidneys, liver, heart, liver, right? Yes. Like they're filters. It's like ways that we process bad shit. Like you know, it's it, we have a gut biome, we have an immune system that mm -hmm. fights off. Like it, it's like we are probably the best. We are like the healers, right? Like ourselves, our bodies yeah. are the best healers. Yeah. And some people don't think so. Some people don't think so. Which some is tough. Yeah, it's like some people think they have to look outside to like that, that, that pill is the only thing that's going to save them. Or it's the only thing that's going to mm -hmm. make them better. Mm -hmm. and, and sure, in some cases, like the pill, whatever they're taking, whatever medicine, may make their quality of life a little better. Yeah, but you're not doing the proper education to educate yourself on how to probably get over this disease or something that you're experiencing. Yeah. You know, you're you're spending a lot more money. You're taking yeah. something that's going to kill your I'll, gut microbiome or compromise yeah. your immune system. I was going to say the money part, but then also, yes, the... Oh, it's fine. I have a copay. Okay, well, $20 every week or every two weeks or, you know, $74. Oh, and the prescription it itself, right, or whatever. What is it doing to you? If you look at any sort of advertisement on the back of any sort of pill that's prescribed by a doctor or a pharmaceutical company, yeah, it's going to have side effects. Yeah. Yeah, and the side effects are just... Why? <laughs> well, and, and also, like, oh my goodness, it's it's absurd. Like, I... Extreme comedy. I, I, one, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, one of the reasons why I can't watch TV, I mean, not that... There's many other reasons, but, like, how do you watch TV and not see, like, a billion freaking pharmaceutical company, like, drug commercials? Yep. And us in New Zealand are the only two companies in the world to laugh Con at. Countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, what did I say? Companies. We are companies. <laughs> <laughs> We're big companies, guys. Um, yeah, maybe it was a Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just you're, you're right. And I like most it's countries. Wow, I didn't realize those were only two, two. But yeah, like like most of Europe, or I guess all of Europe. Yeah, this like they don't freaking allow that shit. Like good. Yeah. Like why would you need advertisements for medicine? It's so interesting because like, if you're if you're someone that watches actively or you just binge watch. Like I see my grandmother, it's like you're gonna. F oh man, slight depression. Take Prozac or whatever. It's like, oh, what next doctor visit because they have you know doctor visits. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Consult. Ask your doctor. Yeah, ask your doctor. Like, there's, there's gonna be at least five to ten. It's like, do you experience? Do you experience sadness? Yeah. Are you hungry? <clears throat> Is your life not exactly the way you want it to do be? Do you feel tired in the morning? Or <laughs> exactly. <night>? Like. <laughs> Do, <laughs> do you go to sleep? <laughs> do you have trouble sleeping? It's like, well, let's reevaluate your life before we jump into something like that. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 and that's where it's just, it's almost like, it's insulting. It's just insulting. Like, it's sad because if you go to doctorate school, what are they going to teach you? Kyle, for three semesters, had to know pharmacology. Pharmacology. Pharmacology, yeah. He had to know it because the last term for three and a half years, I think, three years, three and a half years, built upon the next one he oh, he had <clears throat> pharmaceutical or pharmacology classes all other classes didn't dogpile like that 
Isn't that interesting? Who did he pay? He paid thousands and thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Where is he going to work? In a hospital. Okay, take more certifications, then you become a doctor. As a doctor, what do you do? You analyze and prescribe. Prescribe, yeah. Prescribe you don't medicine. educate. Yeah. You don't educate. Doctors don't have time to educate, even if they wanted to, even if they could. And I don't even think they, like, my grandma's doctor that was telling her she really doesn't need, like, these certain medications, he no longer works there. He was saying, you know, take these things and yeah. eat this way. But then goes to your point where I think when we initially connect is, like, people want the easier way out. They want to pop that pill and feel secure with that pill. Yeah, well, and, yeah, yeah. And, it, oh, my God, yeah, there's just... It's a shame. It's mm -hmm. really a shame because because it, it it preys on the uneducated. It sure. preys on those who are vulnerable. It preys on those that want the role of a doctor to be kind of truer to what it has become. You know, like mm. I don't think I blame these people. Like I think a doctor no, in its trained. Yeah, it's like in its holist, wholesome sense, right? It's like. Shh. It, it, it's not about it, the doctor has become a freaking drug dealer like literally a legal drug dealer yeah and that's a, their job yeah that's their job and they get paid for it yeah and i guarantee <laughs> they have quotas yeah i get well and i guarantee they probably yeah get a little cut every single time a drug goes out yeah or if they prescribe uh maybe not even a more like efficient or effective one but if they put a higher price dollar sure. on that one, you know, oh, this one's one seventy five, this one's one ninety. Well, and that's the this other thing. Yeah, it's like I get, I get, I pick up medicine for my grandma. She's, you know, ninety one. Bless mm -hmm. her heart. But it, like, she understands that she's taking a lot of medication. But then at the same time, it, it's like it's hard for her to do something else because she's so now, it's be, she's become so accustomed to it yeah. and attached to it, right? And obviously, being ninety one, it's probably hard to change like <laughs> you have True. 90 years behind you you know but yeah. um but like it's just scary like she went to the doctors one day and like her blood pressure was elevated i think we talked we talked yeah. about this before and you know it there was no there was no like check-in of like okay well you know it was higher today but like let's let's check it, mm -hmm. you know, in a couple of days. Or I need you to self check it. Can you check it at home? You know, I need you to check it three times a week. Let's yeah. see if it's like still elevated. And it wasn't even that high. It wasn't even that high. No. And and what did he do? Doubled her dosage. Doubled just like that. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? She weighs like eighty pounds, and you've just doubled like her, you know, high blood pressure medicine. Yeah. I was like, that's insane. I, I just don't see how that's healthy. I just don't. No, and then they have the insurance policies on the back to cover their asses <clears> if they, you know, malpractice insurance. They all carry it. So if they technically kill someone, yeah, they're, well, they're going to be and, covered. Yeah, and they're following a certain, you know, whatever algorithm that's popping up into their knowledge or their screen, right, their computers, right? It's like... All Without asking the right questions. Exactly. It's like all they're getting, all they're really going off is like, here's this patient, patient X, mm -hmm. you know, here's their reading, reading, you know, whatever, like 150 over 65. And it's like, oh, because patient X meets the criteria mm. over, you know, like that means that yeah, this so dosage. Exactly. It's so very if then. It's so very black and white. Huh. It doesn't take into the like the the holisticness the synergisticness of the the gray area yeah. of what a human is which is 99.99 percent of it exactly what do you eat what do you drink do you smoke what's do you your exercise? lifestyle do exactly you sleep not a lot like this is a <clears throat> this is a you know i'm gonna throw myself under the bus here last month apple watch i mean i don't wear it every night and honestly i don't know if it or sorry yeah my watch i think also my phone I was averaging five hours and 43 minutes of sleep. I believe that with you. You know, like, <laughs> and that just goes to show, it's like, you know, I feel like I'm operating right, but what if someone that doesn't eat right, that doesn't exercise right, yeah. that blah, 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 doesn't do right, and then they <clears throat> get five hours and 43 minutes of sleep. Yeah. yeah. They don't They don't ask that. Their system's hugely compromised. Yeah. yeah. Oh, do you sleep seven to eight hours a day? Oh, no. Okay, well, you, you may have overloaded kidneys because your kidneys need more time to... You know, flush themselves. That's when they detox at night. Yeah. You're not. You know, it's a fast. Yeah. 
Well, like you said, there's there's not that room for the educational component. Usually, it's like as far as you know, like oh, you know, the question on the piece of paper. It's like how many, how often do you work out in a week? Or it's like you know, what's your? How many days do you drink, smoke, and like? Yeah, that's it. That's I don't even it. know if they ask. Okay, maybe now they ask exercise, but I guarantee, and then people lie. Yeah, if you, you know, yeah, I'm exactly. not gonna tell my doctor I do zero to thirty minutes a week. I'm gonna feel like a little bitch. <laughs> but I guarantee people look at that and they're like, thirty to sixty. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I work out. This yeah. one guy at work. Remember I told you about the push-ups? Uh, no. Some that were chopping it up, and I just said I got my broker's license, and I was like, yeah, you know, that's an element of me. But uh, you know, another one is uh, oh, because he was asking how the stress was, and I was like, honestly, I was more stressed for my personal trainer one. He's like, whoa, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah, did it last year. And where was I going with that? Uh, the push-ups. Oh, push-ups. Ex- yeah, 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 yeah. And I gave him a card. I was like, actually, I have a card here. And because he did, he's new to the company, this older dude, maybe late 40s, early 50s. Um, and he's like, oh, man, I can't remember the last time I did a push-up. Probably like, you know, 11 years. I remember the, when I did like, you know, 10 of them after not doing for a while, I was so sore the next day. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And this guy... You know, he doesn't look like he's out of shape, uh-huh. but he sure isn't in it. And then <clears> for me to analyze and be like, I guess I just see myself into my 80s working out three to five days a week. Okay, uh, exercising. Oh, sure. this is a very broad umbrella. Term. Sure. And it's just amazing to see these people don't. And then they oh, complain yeah, about. Oh, yeah, because he was saying how much he couldn't do a push up or yeah, like. Yeah, and they yeah, complain yeah. about, you know, being overweight yeah. or, you know, tired all the time. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. No, that's, and that's, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole nother can of worms, right? Is, is how we can't see how our actions, right? It's like, it's like we're like the most blind to how our actions directly impact us. Mm-hmm. And yet those are the most impactful things, yeah. right? Like in our lives, it's like the things that we choose to do mm-hmm. or the things we choose to not do impact where we end up. how we end up there and yet people generally speaking are you know the last to kind of blame blame's a harsh word but you know to to take responsibility yeah take 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 ownership it's like it's like yeah you can't do a push-up because you don't work out or like you're overweight because when's the last time that you got your heart rate up like you know it's like when's like when's the last time you had any greens it's and it's just nuts. It's like, how do you start your day? I love asking that question to people. How do you start your day? How do you start your day? What's the first love thing it. you drink? What's the first thing you eat? What's the first thing you like think about? Love it. Where, what are your first actions? Yes. I'm, I'm feeling like this is a, a post waiting to happen. How do you start mm. your day? Mm. Mm. Mindset. Ooh, that's beautiful. Yeah. How do you start your yeah. day? It's so true. Like, wow. It's, it's, it's more than just mindset. I mean, I think it's, it, and it, you know. It's, I think it's holistic across the five. Yeah, it's it, holistic it across the five, yeah. pretty much, right? Yeah. Like. Because because you set yourself up like you set yourself up for success. That's yeah. so cliche, but it's true. So true. and and how many successful people have a very positive, very engaging morning ritual? I would argue probably like almost all of them. Yeah. So yeah, I I love that. It's a great question. <laughs> I mean, it, it just it just tells so much about someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good little, like, mirror. What do you listen to on the way to work? You know, all that influences you. You have 30 minutes. Like, you're just going to do either positive or negative self-talk on the way to work. Mm. You're rarely going to go neutral. Mm. Or you're going to think about something that may cause you to be more fearful. Oh, my God. I wanna, okay, hopefully I, I don't get it by driving into work. I want to I wanna dovetail a little bit with, uh, uh, or maybe it's a sidestep. Please I don't, do. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. But, uh, they all relate. <laughs> Our five relate to life. Yeah, so... Remember, uh, this is kind of uh, pinning back to a, uh, a, our last recording about me driving. Remember, making decisions to to to, to, to drive. Um, drive. Yeah, like the 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 decision I made to to try to take the shortcut essentially, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. which ended up being like yeah. a long cut, and I got really like <laughs> kind of razzled by it. Uh, you know, I've been working on. Driving has been and, and still in some senses continues to be like the place and the, the mode where I am the most vulnerable or susceptible to just not being the person I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, like not 
Someone cuts you off. <laughs> yeah, like not containing and not exercising, not exercising the discipline or not exercising the values and the morals that I want to have. Mm. Um, you know, cursing at people, cursing at myself, like just being, you know, someone that I don't want to be. Yeah. And so it's been a huge, huge, like, step for me to really start to see this. And it's funny how today, yeah, just today, has been a good mirror into how ridiculous I can be. And part of, part of, part of this was um, I was voice texting while driving. You know, my phone was, like, yeah. on my little stand, and I was trying to text this person, and I probably shouldn't be doing that, but I was voice texting, right? I wasn't like texting, texting, and it's just like changing the station on the. Yeah, I don't know. So, so I'm voice texting, and um, I can kind of see it in the corner of my eye, and and what happens as I'm driving? You know, I I'm gonna admit I wasn't at full attention because I'm trying to compose this message with my voice, but you know, I was trying to merge onto this freeway on the on the 91, and inevitably like you know there's these people that are like going slow cutting me off doing this doing that and so i just like go into my rage you know road rage mode and all of a sudden the text message is just littered with curse words it's, <laughs> it's like you fucking fuck fucking like oh my god you stupid asshole like <laughs> yes <laughs> like why the hell did you do that and I just laughed at myself. I was yeah. like, look at that. Like, yeah. it's completely stupid. Like, why mm-hmm. Like, why do I need to bring that into this world? You know, I mean, I, I, the message didn't get sent or anything, but but it was just hilarious. Yeah. Like, like, I don't want to be embodying that anymore. Mm-hmm. And, That's um, why I've removed myself from the news. Yeah. And like, yeah. I hate to not engage with my grandmother in certain conversations, but I've had to. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. It's, it, it's triggering. Mm-hmm. It's not beneficial, it's fearful, it's negative-based. And so I can't contribute, therefore I say nothing. Mm. That's what I mean by opt-out. Opt-out. Right. Like, if if there's nothing for you to contribute or there's no benefit for you to receive, opt-out. Like, okay, well, I don't need this. Straight up. There's enough negativity in this world. Yeah. And and why get lost in it? You know, you you, you become your surroundings. You become, like, the energies that you surround yourself Mm -hmm. with. So... But to have that level of awareness, I think it's hard to pick yourself out of that like you did and almost like third person notice it. But I think if people do that more in their lives to themselves mm. in different areas, they'll see either just how silly or stupid or funny or amazing they are in these certain sure. areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can, it's just, it's that internal audit, <clears throat> kind, of, kind of like an external audit, you know, unbiased audit. Yeah. To say, hey, you know, I'm a piece of shit in exercise right now. Why? I went to the gym one day last. <laughs> like, you just okay, hold yourself accountable. I did, okay, I did three, just for record, but I was using an example. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like shit if I don't. So then it's like, therefore, how do you, you know, own your day? Aubrey Marcus, I'll plug you on that one. But it's like, set your day up the night prior, get your gym bag packed, get the food prepped, or set an alarm in the morning to go ahead and do that. This reminds me, not reminds me, but it, it, it just brought up an idea that we, we need to start sharing resources in our show notes. Yeah. You know, you, you plug books and people and yeah. videos all the time. You know, there's 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 something that we want to do to we can post about to, that to, too. Our, to our listeners, our many, many listeners. Um, yeah, we can post about that. Yeah. And so that's something I want to do. But um, <clears throat> amen, brother. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like, I, I think the one thing I wanted to tie or add into that was, um, I, I think you nailed it, which was like, I became sort of external, like, mm. like it was still me, but, but I became, you know, this is a Eckhart Tolle, I think, you know, like I, the, the vernaculars, I became the observer. Yes. yes right. Yes, 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 yes. So it's like, like I, I, I was no longer lost in that moment and just letting it happen. Like I watched myself do that. Like mm-hmm. I watched myself say those words mm-hmm. and I watched myself. It, like the consequences of it, right, or, or like the yeah. aftermath, and so it's Quite easy. Beautiful too, yeah, they, to see that. and 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 that's and I think that's a big part of meditation. Like mm. that's meditation is is watching your thoughts, you know, and then your thoughts guide you. Yeah, your thoughts guide you, and 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 then I think when you translate your your practice of meditation on on like a cushion or whatever, right, like where you're in a more controlled, neutral environment. Like when you're out in the world, experiencing the world, experiencing life, 
then the meditation becomes examples like that, like where, where things trigger, mm -hmm. right? It, it's, it's a more of an action oriented. It's more of an experience. It's more of like an opportunity. Then it's like, how do I show up in this moment? Yeah. Or now that I realize how I showed up in that previous moment, how do I want to continue showing up in those moments yeah. and for the future? I have a moment just like that today. So today, work from home, drop my car for the body shop to hopefully get repaired, <clears> left <throat> axle seal, axle, boom. I get a call, hey, we took it to my mechanic, uh, you know, everything seems fine, no cracked axle seal, no bent axle. I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. Okay, my mechanic said otherwise, mm -hmm. whatever. Now I called Mercury, they said go bring it to Honda next week for an inspection. <sighs> okay, oh perfect, I'll call today, I'm working from home, I could drop it, you know, they have a really cool shuttle service. Find out. They, this was at 12.46. They cut off inspections at 12. <laughs> Fuck, whatever. So I go pick up my car, whatever, go home, or I'm going home. Um, I get out of the car. My glasses fell out. I didn't know this. Glasses. My sunglasses. Sunglasses, yeah. Polarized Ray-Bans, god damn it. Um, <laughs> fell out. I heard something, but I was like, huh, huh, okay. Did and you then, step on them? Wait, wait, wait. Let it play out. Let it play out. <laughs> So then I get out of the car and then Selena's like, oh, it was these. It was my car keys, just the dinglies from the thing. I'm like, oh, <laughs> perfect, grab them. She drives off, I'm like, two glasses. And I'm like, call her, I was like, hey, my glasses are in your car, so sorry, like, turn around real quick. She's like, they're not in here. I go back to where she dropped me off, they were in the gutter, she drove over them. Oh! And I was like, <laughs> fuck! And I was, but, then, but then I became an observer. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's a pair of glasses. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's it's an item I could repurchase again. They still have the same model. Yeah. Whatever. It's 150 bucks. Like, you know what? I'll just not eat out next can I, week. Can I plug? Can I plug a different brand? I don't know if you've already yeah. bought Ray Bans, but I I wear Zeal. Z e a l. Z e a l. Zeal. Yeah. Love them. I'll see their frames. And also, if you're interested in, um, they have a. They have so the parent company of Zeal is Maui Gym. Oh, I love Maui's. Yes. Yeah. So obviously One of the you pay. Best lenses yes, in the world. you pay a premium. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. But 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 Zeal is kind of like the hipper, younger, a little more affordable version of a Maui Gym. Where would they have those? Uh, they have some at REI. Oh. And I bet you, you could find some Zeal at like, actually the place I used to work. They have them there. Yeah. I'll check. Just Please. for you to like you know try on. Yeah. And then like obviously they have a website. Um, I think they offer, obviously, like, you know, you try it, if you don't like it, send it back. And then, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to plug that because yeah. I, I love them and yeah. I've had gray bands and they're not terrible, but, you know, I, I just, like you said, the, the lenses in the polarization, the lens in the Maui Gym is far superior. Far none. I think it, it, it trickles a little bit down to the zeal mm. because it's, they use similar technology. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, I have to use my Oakleys in, in lieu of it, which are running glasses. So it's like those, <laughs> those like gladiator, not gladiator ones. Like I know, you're, fucking, I feel you. You're Miami. like running a triathlon. Up. Yes. <laughs> well, they are for that. There you go. There you go. Run, running, biking. Those are my running, but, biking glasses. So I wanted to not derail you too much. So, so yeah, you kind of, you watched this happen oh, yeah. and you're like. Watched it happen. I kind of like, I was like, I texted her. I was like, I'm upset right now, but not at you. And then it's like, uh, I was like, God damn it. I just like hung up. <laughs> Oh god damn it! All right, well, gotta get a new pair. I was like, I'm not mad, not I'm upset, but not at you. And I was like, well, I got paid for my broker training for my exam. I was like, that's where it's going towards. Like, <laughs> it's not the worst case yeah. scenario. I'm like, I'm not yeah. gonna let it ruin my day. Things like, work out, whatever. You know. And and I think you you know, it's I'm glad my body's fine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like at least you didn't run over your fucking toe. <laughs> yeah. Or like run over my car key. Yeah. Or something like exactly. that. Then it, that's three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. You know, exactly. It's like it's one fifty, whatever. Yeah. You know. And I'll and take a loss. You you can always learn, right? Yeah. You can always learn, and don't put them on your lap. Angry. <laughs> yes. Well, I always in the very, them here. Yeah, in the, in the very simplistic way. Yeah, you can you can learn. I don't even like, know why yeah. I took them off. Like to, to I, I don't even. But, but you could learn in the greater sense too, right? Of like your relationship to physical possessions. I think that's what it taught me. Yeah, tangible possessions. It's like if my body and car got hurt or damaged, then I'm upset. Sure. You know? Cause but then, then you could like, choose, and then you could also choose to be upset in in a very, dare I say, rational way. 
Correct. Right? It's like, I'm upset, but like, I'm not going to let this ruin my mm -hmm. life. I'm not going to let this run my life. You could like, let it pinpoint you. Exactly. Yeah. Or you could pinpoint it. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like sandbox it a little bit. Yeah. Keep yeah. it in there. And then when you're away from it, it's like, eh, okay. Because it's right to like do, like control the controllables. Yeah. It's like, okay, like the Honda place doesn't take inspections after 12. Okay. Uh, that means I have to get it in before 12, you know, yeah. like, when's like, the next time I could do that? Perfect. Yeah, you exactly. know, the, this folds into my working from home, you know, one or two days a week from here on out. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to go in and tell my boss, like, hey, I need work from home Wednesday. Here's my reason why. Like, I hope you understand that I need to take care of my car. Kind of slighter requests, like, you know, I have personal needs that I would love to attend to. I, you know, want to work from home one to two days a week or whatever. Yeah, like, it yeah. just, it folds in nicely. It's like, you know, I don't want to take it to another Honda dealership might like my car's been serviced before there they already have all the paperwork done yeah I don't need to fill out paperwork again they have free shuttle service da, da, da. there you go so always always can turn something quote negative into something positive so. yeah and I was like dude at least Mercury's paying for it honestly like it's a soup it's a year 11 month inconvenience from the start of when the uninsured motorist hit me but and I've had to pay out two hundred dollars oh yeah I, yeah that was like almost that a year was ago. the bummer is like i had to pay for someone that i didn't even get <clears throat> it wasn't even my fault <laughs> yeah yeah so, first world problems again though like, <laughs> you know she was from mexico didn't have a driver's license here didn't have an id here yeah didn't have her car registered didn't have uh, insurance yes i'm sure you would much rather be in your shoes than her shoes exactly and i was like you know this lady like she has 98 Nissan Altima that yeah. probably has 275,000 miles. Yeah, on it. yeah and exactly. She just got done with some hard labor job. Exactly. And that's when we were going for your birthday weekend. So yeah, I was like, I remember that. Bitch, not, bitch is not killing my vibe. <laughs> I put on Kendrick Lamar on the way home. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a sinner. <laughs> my car just got hit again. <laughs> Driving to Otis <laughs> so we can go on this trip. Shout out to Kendrick. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you listen to our podcast? Yeah, please do. High power. <laughs> All right, brother. Should we call it? Should we call that was it? perfect. Yeah. yeah. Until next time. Good evening, y'all.